You're catching up with Beck and Soda right now. But imagine laying poolside in the Hospital Research Foundation Home Lottery's $3.5 million Henley Beach Grand Prize. Ticks at homelottery.com.au. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning, South Australia. Good morning, Soda. Um, Rebecca Morse, hello there. Oh. Um, and good morning, everyone. Hello. Hope you had a uh, wonderful evening, up bright and early. Um, I've got to say, I'm not sure if anyone has noticed this else besides me in this building, because there are a handful of us here at this yeah. time of the morning, yeah. but someone's got a little swagger on. I noticed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, I've got, an, I've got a rider now in my contract. I did ask to have a bowl of M&Ms uh, here this morning. <laughs> Uh, right. And a trailer. And I, I don't see either of those things. All I me, see so. is uh, a little bit of head wobble. Yeah. Um, there's a real concern about this place. And I'm very, very worried about you, Rebecca Morse. Yeah, I, I was going to catch up with um, Waleed uh, uh, and oh, uh, Sarah Harris this there morning. But I'm here who, with you guys who are they? instead. <laughs> who are they? Okay, For those so people I... that don't ever watch TV <laughs> on Channel 10. I'm a, bit, I'm a bit chuffed with myself just quietly. On, I was it. on the project yeah! last night right. as a special guest host. And um, the main thing I'm proud of, because it was International Women's Day, mm. is I managed to say... Vagina. All right, I have a, a grab of this. Have a listen. <laughs> Fifteen years ago, uh, one of uh, the journos in the newsroom I was working in, she's the health reporter, uh, wasn't allowed to use the word vagina in a medical story oh. because they didn't want to upset upset people. It's like, but that's the scientific name Today for what is I'm the day talking of the about. Vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feeling all right about that, boys? Yes. <laughs> right. So proud. Right. Oh, I. I was like, I'm, I'm going to walk off the desk now. I came here what I, I did what I came here to do. Oh, God. Words. <laughs> yes. Mm. Lucky you weren't talking like that last night. <laughs> yeah. Or were you? Or were, <laughs> hey, yeah, Beck, I was watching. And can you explain this moment? Because there were some awkward looks on the TV. You were talking to some oh. muso guy. I had no idea who Oh, was. an Oud anyway, player. Anyway, here we go. A lot of different uh, influences, but the Oud really grabbed me and I just, you know, continued my journey with it here. almost. Yeah. yeah. It, oh, beautiful. Do I, do I have to say something else? No. <laughs> no. That's all. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, that What's was, going on there? Yeah. That awkward pause was insert Morse question here and I froze. It was it was the first interview we did. I didn't realise. I thought the questions would be on the auto queue because obviously I'm a newsreader and I'm used to reading things off the auto queue. and it was on my piece of paper and everyone was looking at me on the panel waiting for me to ask a question and I didn't ask it and he just had to keep talking. What an Hang idiot. On. I felt so stupid. Did you say that you were expecting the questions on the auto queue? Yeah. Don't you have your own questions? <laughs> Aren't you paid to be actually asking people questions from well, what you think are appropriate? Well, no. I, well, that's I didn't know. It was my only my second time on the show, and I thought that there were questions written on the piece of paper mm. for me, but I was right. waiting to see them on the auto queue because I that's how I have. So you didn't in the have past, to actually do so any of your own preparation for it. You um, expecting them we, to write no, your we questions? No, we workshopped the questions in a meeting earlier, but I just thought that they would be. I thought I would see my name back. And what I had to say, and I did it, and I froze. Well, I froze like a yeah. loser. Okay, well, your auto cue is working this morning here in the studio, so we're oh, all good. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, You've now, rolled so did, that did, in. Did you watch it? Did you did watch, you watch it? it? No, mate, I, no, was, um, I was working at that point. I was on the other channel. <laughs> oh, my God. We were head-to-head -head last <laughs> night on television. Oh, this is great. That, oh, my God, amazing. What are the ratings going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want me to check them? No. I can get them. I'll call Channel 7. I'll get them sent through you know if you what? want them. I know. 
I know my mum was watching. You know what we should do after 8.30 this morning, later in this morning, let's do our own little ratings. Let's find out. The people of Adelaide, who, were, oh! who was watching who? What were you watching Definitive. At, what yeah. were you watching at 6.30? Yeah. I don't know. Are the, are the Simpsons <laughs> on anymore or something? SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my gosh. Look at these trending topics. Australia is the centre of the universe at the moment. I reckon... Mm. So many celebrities are in Australia. We had Ed Sheeran here the other night. Harry Styles is still in Australia. In fact, he was papped walking along Bronte Beach. 38 degrees in Sydney yesterday. Mm. And he's flanked by a big entourage. And he's wearing a hoodie to be incognito. He's covered in tats though, Harry, isn't he? Is that why he's done that? I think so. But but also his face, like everyone recognises Harry Styles. Also, if you're walking with an entourage... It's going to draw attention to you. Mm. Can you imagine being so famous that you had to, like, plan your outfit? <laughs> like, if I was that famous, I'd just keep walking back and forward until someone <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah, like, I wouldn't yeah. be wearing a hoodie. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be wearing, like, oh, I no. wear SAFM merch on the weekend. Oh, no. a sign you know? pointing at you to go, this, oh, my God, it's Rebecca Moore. Oh, oh. Walk back again. <laughs> oh, yes. You know when you go to the cricket and they sometimes have those big foam fingers with like the one? You would have your entourage wearing those fingers and getting them to point at you. Did you say you would walk back and forward until people recognise me? Is that what you actually said? I was joking. I would actually not. I'm just saying it's funny to imagine someone being so famous that they wanted to hide. I just can't. Can I actually ask? I've seen you get around in an SAFM wind cheater. I know. Do you do. wear that any other place than when you have to be on show for SAFM? Oh, yeah. But say like an outside I did, broadcast. I did wear it into my local feed lab. <laughs> you did not. Do you, you know how oh, you're... No. I genuinely forget that hang I was on. wearing it. Hang on, hang on. So you've worn your SAFM hoodie into the food land because it's a Romeo's food land because there's yes. a life-size yeah. cutout of yes. you with Easter no, buns. No, I yes. didn't know that it was if, before the cutouts were in there. If that was not enough... That you've got big cutouts of yourself. You wore an SAFM hoodie because imagine if you got to the counter. I could imagine you standing there with all your little drinks and you're standing there at the girl going, Hi, oh. just these. Oh, just these. And she goes, things. Yeah, no worries, love. Good on you. Beep, beep, scan them through, yeah. whatever. And you'd be like, Well, well. And then after that, I go down to Glenelg because we've got a tram at the moment. And then I oh, just no. walk around Mosley Square. <laughs> Lingering around the Hop on and off your train. Oh, no. Please help us. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. The Garden of Unearthly Delights is the heartbeat of the fringe, no doubt about that. And we're seeing many, many famous faces. And you know what we like, Beck? We love repeat offenders. Because yes. they keep coming back again and again. One of them is Stephen K. Amos, all the way from the motherland. His show is called Before and Laughter. Stephen, great to have you back in here in Adelaide. Thank you so much. It's great to be referred to as a repeat offender. <laughs> yes. And uh, how appropriate that I've arrived in Australia, the, the world-renowned place for offenders back in the day. Oh, we're yeah. going to play the convict card straight off. Well, uh, I was called a repeat offender and what an okay. offender but a convict. Well, this is yeah. where, when we in South Australia tell you that we are free settlers here. We are not a convict colony. Of course, we are free right. settlers. Yes, of course. Oh, well, I take that back. I actually <laughs> take that back because Adelaide is the only village in Australia that <laughs> is full of free settlers. Yes, I, I stand corrected. 
Um, Stephen, we talked about obviously being a re- repeat offender, but not just for you, certainly for Adelaide, you have been here many, many, many times. And if, you know, you come to Australia a lot, we actually adopt you and we own you until you do something bad. And then we say that Englishman. <laughs> but at the moment we go, Aussie Stephen K. Amos. Do you know, and I take that uh, with, with, with pride because I do consider Australia kind of like a second home. I, I've been here many times, as you say. I remember when the Fringe was biannually. Do you remember that? Yes. And, yeah, so that's Absolutely. how far back I'm going. I remember when oh. there was no real gardens. Or yep. or the other garden that's opposite to it. I remember when it was ju- ju- the other what, garden, gluttony. It? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> the yeah. other garden. I can't, I can't say these yeah, words. It's, it's the not the garden of unearthly yes, delights. Yes, not that. Garden. That's what it is. And I've just seen it really expand yeah. and grow. And it's been it's been quite joy to be at the coal front and see it all mm. develop. And do you like it how uh, you get the red carpet rolled out for you? Like you get treatment like, um, for example, we just gave you a nice um, glass of tepid Adelaide tap water to say welcome. I mean, this is the joy of coming into <laughs> SAFM because I did um, request um, something fizzy mm. to give me a bit of a sugar rush. And I was told that the vending machine was not working. Um, and then I was presented with, as you rightly say, a tepid, rather gross uh, glass of local water. Oh, All on. I can think is, are we at war? I mean, what's going on? Look what's happened. Hang on. No, no, oh, no, no. Oh, no, I take it back. Oh, a solo has been presented. Someone oh, kicked the vending machine. How much pull have you got? Wow. Somebody's found a dollar. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, I feel terrible now. Twice I've been corrected. This Thank is you. amazing. Do you see within a minute you snap your fingers? Yeah. We can't, I haven't been able to use that vending machine. I've been here for three months and I haven't got anything out of it. You snap <laughs> your fingers and not only do you get a soft drink, you get solo so it's lightly aerated so you can slam it down fast like a real solo man. Absolutely. <laughs> and I should point out I do have special powers. I'm not even joking. But because before 2020, right? Yes. I don't know if you remember this. I used to do jokes about coon cheese. Mm. I used to do jokes about um, Chico's. Yes. Remember those? Yes. And then within uh, 18 months, both brands changed their names. Mm. Yeah. And And then last year, I did a joke about Scott Morrison. Look what what happened? Oh, I'm, right. I'm some sort of demigod. Who, who in this town do we want to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I've got a list, Stephen. Stephen, you can you show. say the name Rebecca Morse? Oh, <laughs> I, I will not be dragged no. into your personal war. Jokes, jokes, jokes. Hey, hey, one thing that we are doing, Stephen, at the moment is because we have a wonderful charity in this town called Kickstart for Kids, and a guy called Ian Steele created it many years ago where he feeds underprivileged kids and they come to school with no food, so he gets some breakfasts, serves 60000 a week so we've got our own hot cross buns for easter that wow. we are putting out there and the sale for them goes to feed these kids i've got to ask mate are you a hot cross bun man do you know i i, I am but i don't observe all those kind of like pancake day not mm. really been for me yeah. christmas time christmas pudding not really for me hot cross buns not really for me mm. uh easter eggs not really for me but i support that initiative yes i do because during lockdown that was very very popular for people in the uk to uh bake um banana bread yeah now i don't bake for toffee uh but i tried baking and apparently it is a science who knew uh because my banana bread turned out looking more like a frisbee can i ask Stephen, why banana bread in particular because it seems like an unusual choice I, do you know what? That's a very good question. I didn't even question it. I think we were all really? we were all in such a kind of weird space during that lockdown period that we just accepted what was going on on oh social God. media. And the other thing I thought was brilliant in England too was wasn't it in the evening everyone got out and started banging their pots and pans at night at five o'clock to uh, acknowledge all the nurses and that to in the evening all the people right? working in the National Health Service. Yes, yeah. and then fast forward 
to now and those, those same nurses are going on strike. It's, it's extraordinary because, you know, we do acknowledge all the hard work that they did. In fact, the whole pandemic thing is now called into question in terms of lockdowns. Mm. Our former health minister, uh, he, had, he, he wrote a book with a journalist who has since released all his text messages while he was health minister questioning the need to go into lockdowns. Oh, or, wow. I mean, it's a big Ooh. old scale. I mean, one, one of the reasons I'm quite happy to be in Australia now is because the UK now is turning into turmoil. We've had four prime ministers since yep. 2019. Yeah. yeah. We had the worst lockdown in, I think, apart from China, anywhere in the world. We have, we now generally have a fruit and veg crisis yeah. in, this, in the oh, UK. Oh, really? Absolutely. What, you can't get good stuff? No, you can't get anything. You get scurvy. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like being back at war, rationing. <laughs> it's all right, Stephen K. Amos. Harry, what do you think? Have you read the book? Uh, do you know what? Funny you said that. My my best friend in the world, Hugh, I mean, he may be listening, he bought me the book at the airport. Mm. Um, and I did watch, We had uh, he did two documentaries, I think, two interviews, one in the UK, one in mm. America. Just to preserve his privacy. <laughs> do you know what? I'm, I'm a fan. Okay. I've got to say, I'm a fan because, you know, no... Unless you come from that sort of family where you are literally the spare mm. all your life, that's what you've been brought up to know and do. Yes. Um, and also, when when their mother died, that mm. young age, mm. you know, having to walk out in public, keep a straight face. Wow! Yeah. Imagine that sort of trauma you you're going through. And of course, when he uh, um, um, announced he was going out with Meghan, the mm. backlash they got in the UK press was just indefensible, in mm. my opinion. So I say, good on them. Okay. What's public sentiment, do you reckon? Is it like, a, is it 50-50 for him, for the royal family, or is it well, well, well weighted much towards the royal family support? Do you know, I think when when the Queen was alive, people mm. were kind of going, don't disrespect the Queen. She's been there, she's been, you know, all my mm. lifetime, she's been, you know, yeah. the head of state, as it were. But now that Charles is king, mm. the, the mood has shifted. Because I don't know if you heard recently, they've been asked to leave the property yes, in the grounds more. of yeah, the, yeah. the property that they got uh, taxpayers' money to to refurbish. Mm. Backlash for that, they paid it back. Now right. they're asked to leave, mm. yeah. and Prince Andrew to go in there. Oh, I mean, oh, let's I like. not let's not go there, shall we? <laughs> yes, that's actually a very good point. I will tell you what, it sounds like a pretty messed up family. Let's be honest. And it's it's like a it's like a hideous soap opera. It's like mm. Dynasty or Dallas. Remember those? Absolutely. Wow. It's so easy. It's happening yes. in front of our very eyes. And I think think about it this way: Would any of us want any part of our own private? Uh, family lives to be on display like that 24-7. No, Absolutely. but I think that's the problem because now Harry's done that himself. Now we know that he put Elizabeth Arden cream on his pee-pee. Well, we, I now do it myself because of that. <laughs> I mean, we all need good advice, but the, the, I would say the, the, the flip side of that is that it, it's always beneficial and more important to own your own narrative. Yeah. Don't let other people tell your story. Unless you point. hear it from my mouth, it did yep. not happen. Yeah. Yep. It's a good point. And you know what? It's your todger. You can put whatever cream you like on it. Elizabeth Arden, Estee Lauder, whatever. <laughs> do you know what? I shouldn't even be uh, telling you this. Do, do, there was a, there's a massive brand in the UK called Avon. I don't yes, know. Yes, yeah, we have it. Yeah, yeah, Avon uh, calling. Yes. When I was at school, I my mum was an Avon lady. When yeah. I was at school. So was mine. Yeah, I, oh, I, stop it. I grabbed tubs of the Avon cream. Oh, God. Uh, I scrubbed off the A, kind of called it Von cream, and I told my mate that that would enhance their nether regions. <laughs> Uh, just rub a bit of Von on. Yeah. yeah. And it was hand cream. <laughs> <laughs> and you rubbed Although... it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I made a lot of money. Uh, Stephen K. Amos, Before and Laughter is the show. It's on at the Garden of Unearthly Delights. Uh, mate, it's always a pleasure to have you back here in Adelaide. And Thank I you. love the fact that you got your solo and you don't have to drink the crappy water we dish up. 
I'm so pleased and thank you very much SAFM I'm only in town for 10 days by the way I should point this out so not many shows so um, you come and see us and then uh, beautiful hey we'll next time you come back yeah. can you bring me some Von Cream <laughs> <laughs> I've got some lot. in my pocket how many tubs do you reckon you need maybe just a, just a tiny tub you're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda 38-year-old SA woman, Catherine Benel-Pegg, is going to space. This is absolutely brilliant. We're going to have another astronaut. Because remember Andy Thomas, Beck? We always knew about Andy Thomas, Adelaide man. We've got another one. And you actually saw her the other day. I saw Catherine Benel Pegg win SA Woman of the Year mm. on Monday night. Uh, so impressive. Everyone in the room, their jaws were just on the floor to hear her achievements. And she's gone one better since Monday. This is pretty amazing. So she's, as we said, only 38 years young. She's a mum of two young girls as well. Um, there were originally 22,500 people, get this, that applied to train at the European Space Agency around the world. 22,500. She got down to the final 25. Wow. Right? And then, unfortunately, she got cold, and then they took 17 of them. But she's since had a phone call saying, no, Catherine, we want you. We need you to come along. So she's been given the tick of approval and will now go to Germany to train to become an astronaut and go to the International Space Station. That is just mind-blowing. First Australian woman to achieve that. So congratulations, Catherine. So proud. She's breaking the glass ceiling. I always wondered as a kid, because, you know, when you think, oh, I want to be a fireman, I want to be a policeman, I want to be an astronaut. So oh, you were a fireman, though. Oh, yeah, Don't forget. Yeah, 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 yeah no, that's true. Fireman. But you were a fireman. Even when go. you... <laughs> you can turn the sirens off now. But that whole idea of becoming an astronaut, can you remember, I don't know whether you got these as a kid, that you used to get those little space food sticks in your lunch and it was called astronaut mm. food? Do you remember them? I did, yeah. Because I, I liked thought, a Bellis fruit bar myself. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember they had the astronaut food, or sometimes you could buy the dehydrated food yep. in those little foil packets, and you could put the hot water in, and you could eat like an astronaut. Mashed potato. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it got me thinking about you know in that anti gravity scenario, I always wonder because like how do you go to the toilet? Yeah, how do you? I don't know because you figure. When you go to the toilet, you sit down and drop things down and gravity sorts it out into the water, off you go to Bolivar. Yeah, well, yes. What happens now is you go, I don't know. If you could just go, it just disappears into the air and just floats around. What happens? They must have to sit on something that sucks it straight down. I'm sure they've thought of it. I don't know. Or do you you just use a bag, like a vomit bag in in a plane and just put that on your bum and do it that way and catch it? Sure. Maybe you wear a space nappy. That's a very good point. A spappy. Imagine if you were um, piloting the International Space Station, given your driving when I see every morning you try and back into your car park at work. I'm very jealous of Catherine and I think she's incredible, but I couldn't couldn't do it. Can you imagine me trying to land the space station on the moon? I'd be like, hang on, no, one more, one more, no, give me another go. Oh, this park is too tight. Mate, you'd end up landing it on Uranus. Don't worry about that. You'd miss the moon. SAF. Oh, no doubt about this. There is a swagger. There's a head wobble and there is a real (laughs) chest being puffed out by Rebecca Morse. She strutted in the studio this morning and it was like, game on. I am back, baby. Seriously. (laughs) Can you deflate your ego, my friend? No. Well, you and I are usually on the same team in radio world. Um, But last night we were... We were going to head-to-head, so if you were watching Channel 7 last night, you would have been hearing this. 
Now, talking about footy, the Crows say they're ready to emerge from their rebuild, Soda. Spent a bit of time in the footy wilderness and they want to jump out and start... Right, that was around about 6.30, but if you actually tripped over and somehow you finger foolishly <laughs> hit Channel 10 on your oh, remote control by accident, on. you would have got this. It is a big, happy International Women's Day to our favourite Radelaide girl. It's radio host, Rebecca Moore. Oh, a round of applause. Wow. Did, did you... I mean, I didn't hear a round of applause. I didn't hear Rosanna and Will clapping you in. Just saying. I don't, no, I don't know. No, you, um, you didn't because I actually had some information to deliver, so that's what <gasps> I needed to do because that was my job. What about oh, that? So oh. last night at 6.30 around about, we essentially were going head-to-head on rival TV stations. So when you say information, like mm. what? so what were you rattling off oh, in your uh, sports segment? Very important stuff. Obviously, the Crows, Brody Smith, the uh, veteran defender there, was talking about time to get out of the wilderness and start oh, to yeah, play okay. finals again. Mm. A bit of Port Adelaide, of course, they had their team photo day. I'm a little bit interested in that. Yeah, and cricket. Oh, well, obviously oh. the uh, fourth test, yes. fourth and final test about to get underway mm. in Ahmedabad. Now, the amazing thing is, Beck, and for all those cricket lovers, they still weren't sure which pitch they were going to play oh, on at the wow. ground. <laughs> yeah, amazing, okay, right. groundbreaking um, well, information. What were you dishing we, up over there? We, I mean, we had interest rates and how that's affecting people. Um, we talked about, you know, how far women have come for International oh, Women's good. Day. I like that. Yeah. What else uh, do you have? So, uh, also, um, well, I had a national audience. <laughs> well, hang on, but let's look at the ratings each night. We do oh. know that if you just look at the ratings Ooh. every evening and you look at Channel 7 Adelaide alone, Ooh. that given how small our state is, generally that outrates the whole oh. of the project across the whole of Australia because, as we know, nobody watches the project anymore. They're all gone. Isn't Lisa's I need gone. some... Where's Aloe vera for that burn. Um, All right, okay. Well, that no. Is that Waleed well, six... bloke? He's still there, is he? Is he still going? Waleed, or is he gone too? Waleed is wonderful. Mm. I love Waleed. Okay. He was an absolute gentleman. To... I was pooing my pants last night, and Waleed and Sarah were very kind to me. And he was wiping. Uh, Oh, anyway, and I did stuff up once anyway. There was a bit of dead air because I forgot to ask my question. But anyway, okay, 13.10.60, let's take it to the people. Let's take the fight to the people. At 6.30 last night... What were you doing? Well, well, we know, Beck. Do you want me to actually get the official ratings from Oztam to be sent through? No, no, let's do our own little survey result here. No, let's go to 131060. What were you doing at 6.30? Were you you watching TV? Were you watching 7? Were you watching 10? Were you watching something else? What were you doing? Or maybe not even watching anything. Maybe you were just making dinner and you didn't give a rat's toss bag what Soda and I were doing with our lives. We're putting this to the people. (laughs) Yes. 131060. 6.30 last night. Yep. Fill us in. What were you doing? All right, 13, We will I, solve this. We'll I can, know. We'll find a winner. My mum was can, watching. Can we find the one other person in Adelaide outside <laughs> oh, sure. Mrs. Morse that watched the project? <laughs> right. Because Channel 10 need a All lifeline. Right. Come on, Beck. And my kids. My kids were watching. Okay. Outside I of someone them. who's related to Beck, we're taking no family Beck, members of Rebecca Morse. what are you doing? Morse. Support yourself. This was is a battle. There no. anyone in Adelaide that actually... Mistaken. You're on every on. night. Let me have this little morsel. Right. Let me have this little crumb. Well, at 6.30 Ooh. last night, I was just about to walk into the studio to do the news. And as I was walking past in the Channel 7 newsroom there, they have all the TV stations up at once. So you can see what's happening all mm. around. And I've looked up and I've just looked and thought, oh, my God, there's Rebecca Morse. Mm. And you've popped up on the project. And I'm thinking, yeah. we're actually at the same moment in time on rival TV stations. Head to head. And I felt really um, empty not being able to watch you every night as I do in my lounge room, sit down and, and get a bit more soda in my life. So I'm sorry, honey, that I couldn't support you last night, but I was 
doing my own thing on International Women's Day. <laughs> no, that's okay, Pinocchio. I appreciate that. <laughs> so uh, what we thought we'd do, yeah. we'd take it to Adelaide, we'd take it to South Australia to find out, uh, you know, what were you doing at 6.30 last night? 131060, who won the battle of the small screen last <laughs> night? Was it 7 News or was it Channel 10 on the project? Radio uh, Nikita, have we got there oh, from Richmond? We've got Helen, Helen from Brighton. Yeah. Helen, what were you doing at 6.30? I was watching Beck on the project. You're amazing. <laughs> oh, Helen, thank you. And just to Claire, you're not related to me in any way, are you? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. You look stunning. There you go. Brilliant. Look, oh, yeah, but, uh, Helen, she looks stunning, but it, it's not about what you look like. What was she delivering? Because oh. I didn't get to see it. She was comprehensive and intelligent and represented all the women of the world very well. Well done, Helen. Oh, love you, Helen. All right, one one to me. <laughs> okay, uh, Nikita from Richmond. Nikita, what were you doing at 6.30? Unfortunately, guys, I wasn't watching either of you. <laughs> okay, that's good. What were you doing? I was watching Grey's Anatomy catch up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Thank you, Nikita. Okay, at least you're honest. That's all right. I mean, McDreamy and McSteamy, it's hard to compete with that. Okay, let's go to Louisa in Mitchell Park. 6.30 last night, what were you doing? Uh, I was watching Channel 9, the one in between. Okay, well, I think we've lost the line there. We've seen Louisa in Mitchell Park. I I don't think your phone seems to be working. At least she's honest. All right, well, we found their their viewer as well, which is interesting. I knew you were going to say that. Mandy from the southeast. Okay, Mandy, what what were you watching at 6.30? Oh, good morning. Good morning, guys. Um, Look, I... It's a bit of a 50-50, sorry, Beck and Soda. It was Beck v. Soda, but I was actually watching both. Really? You know small, yeah, you know how you can put the little small screen up in the top of your TV? Yeah, it's a bit fancy, but yeah. anyway, you can actually watch both. So I did flick between small soda, big Beck, small Beck, big soda. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right, Andy, did, did, can you declare you a winner? In, well, I don't know, but Beck, you look beautiful in your, in your magenta dress and... Um, Sody, you did a really great job reading the news, and sorry, Beck, I did see that slip up where you forgot to ask a question, but no, nah, 50-50. <laughs> oh, yeah, good on you, go. Mandy. Oh, Mandy, Jeez, that's he, good. Is Mandy covering both bases nicely I know, there. I love Mandy. Right, what a um, team player. Jenny from the southeast. Jenny, what were you watching? Hi, guys. I was having the best time of my life. Uh, sorry, I wasn't watching either of you. Uh, <laughs> watching Nine Life, International um, House Hunters. <laughs> On International Women's Day. Oh, right. Nine Live. Okay. <laughs> Good on you, Jen. If you want to check it out, guys, it's a pretty neat program. Yeah, okay. I, might, oh. I might give that a miss, but I really, really enjoyed the review, Jen. Thank you so much. Uh, right, where are we going? One more. I love how we just think the world revolves around us and there's like 17 million other channels you can be watching. Yeah, there's 17 okay. million other things you could be doing in your life exactly rather than watching true. TV. I know. Okay. Let's go to Port Nolunga. Right. Maddie, what did you do at 6.30 last night? What was your choice? Well, I was watching Soda, but I said to my 12-year-old daughter at the time, I said, see that man on, on the TV? She's like, yeah. And I went, that's the man we listened to in the morning on the radio station. She said, oh, I imagined him to be fat. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if Soda won that one or not. <laughs> okay, <there you> <laughs> oh, thank you, man. <laughs> okay. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. All right, Beck, prepare. To be blown away. Oh, my gosh. Right. You're even flexing your guns right now. You're really in the zone. Are right. you ready, Magic Mark? Okay, here we go. Um, who's on the line there? Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, who have we got? 
It's Olivia. Right, Olivia. And what suburb do you live in? I'm in Broadview. Okay. Now, Olivia, I need to ask, um, where are you on your way to right now? We are on the way to school drop-off. All right. Who are you dropping off? Uh, dropping off Finley. Oh, good morning, Finley. Okay. What I'd like you to do... So you've pulled over, Olivia. I have. Okay. Can you just tell me which street you're on? Uh, Churchill Road. Churchill Road. Let me just write that down. Right, you're on Churchill Road. I'm just preparing to release my drones. Um, right, so you're there on <laughs> Churchill Road. Uh, now, I need to ask you three random questions. And from this, Olivia, we will be able to work out what car and what colour that car is. Um, can I just establish, Olivia, have you and I ever met at all? Absolutely not. Right. Okay. <laughs> you sound pleased about that, Olivia. <laughs> oh, look, I'm just... Making yep. it clear? Okay, no, that's good. All right, <laughs> okay. Olivia, we've never met. I've got to ask you a question. Have you had an opportunity, it's your first question, have you had an opportunity to go into the Fringe or the Garden of Unearthly Delights yet this year? I have. All right, have you seen a show? I have. Which was the show? Uh, we went and saw Matt Tarrant. Oh, oh so you own that great. sort of magic world anyway. Okay, so you've seen Matt Tarrant at the Fringe. Um, if If you had to get some fast food because you didn't have the opportunity to cook, what would be your go-to? Would it be like some chicken? Would it be some burgers? Would it be pizza? What would you generally choose? Uh, no, it would be sushi or Thai. Oh, good. I like that. So you're, you're a, you know, a complex, sophisticated type of woman, Olivia. Oh, sure. I'm happy to run with that. Well, given you, you haven't gone straight to the uh, junkie hamburgers, you've gone to something a little more, a little more nourishing and wholesome, yeah? Yeah. Okay. My third question is, and look, this is a pretty straightforward one. I'm sorry if it's a little personal, but when you go to the toilet, do you like to scrunch or fold the paper? I'm a bit of both. Ooh, like almost a a frunch. It's sort of like, yeah, yeah. It's a semi-fold, but not uniformed and perfect. No, no, no. I like that. You you go with a semi-fold. I think that's all I need, Olivia, right now. No, that's okay. fine. I think that, all right, just give me a moment. I'm just going to work on those those answers. And then um, in a moment, I'm going to come back. Beck, what are you looking at? Beck, what are you thinking? Beck, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to see. I'm just looking at your phone. I'm looking at the producers. There's no communication going on no. all right. that would tell you what Olivia's driving. Look, I can't. I've, there's no doubt that the, the sushi tie answer gives a lot away. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. that's put me right into the ballpark. I've got... Certainly, I'm just working on the colour, but that just about tells oh. me the make of your car. But anyway, like European car areas, maybe. You're clearly not magic, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> Get up and about because he's back. He's back for another week. Magic oh, Mark. This is my favourite part of the show. There is no doubt about this. Um, Rebecca Morse, can you just establish? So, what I'm doing here is I'm taking a call. You need to be in your car. I'll take the call, ask you three mm. random questions. And then what I can from that is deduce the make and the colour of your car. Beck, I have yeah. not been anywhere outside of the studio, right? There's no fun and No, you yet. haven't. You haven't received any external communications. You have gone into some sort of a trance, yeah. I would describe. Your mm. eyes have been shut. Yep. You are definitely connecting with well, something. Remember I told you about that meditation that I do? I do that in the mornings and mm. in the evenings, 20 minutes. That all helps. And it helps Olivia from Broadview, who is with us now. Olivia, are you still in the car parked? I absolutely am. You're not going to be late for school, are you? Because you've parked on Churchill uh, Road for a little bit. We, we are pushing it because we're... Okay. <laughs> yeah. well, right. Wrap okay. it up, Magic Mark. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Come on. Okay, so Olivia and eight-year-old Finley are in the car. I asked you three questions. I asked if you've been to the Fringe show. You'd said yes. You'd seen which show? Uh, Matt Tarrant. Correct, right. 
That is correct. That's what you did go and see. Um, <laughs> let me also establish, Olivia, uh, that if you had to grab some fast food or a quick meal, you said it wouldn't be your burgers or your junk. You'd go for something like a sushi or a Thai, yeah? Absolutely. Which yep. I love that. That shows responsibility. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Particularly, yeah. you know, when you've got eight-year-old Finley with you, you want to make sure that there's some good food. And then my final question was, are you a scruncher or a folder when you have to do a number two? And you said, well, you go with, with a semi-fold. Uh-huh. So that means practical. Um, I've got practicality. I've got sensibility. And just a real wondery about who you are because you like the magic of Matt Tarrant. So that would tell me that there is... The practicality tells me that your car is probably a darkish colour. It's not a bright, over-the-top, look-at-me colour. Would that be right? That would be right. I'd go with something like a... Say a dark blue or maybe a grey. I'm going to go with... It's, it'd be like a darkish... The dark grey type colour. Am I right so far? You are. Okay. <laughs> now, I need to work out. Beck, what are you looking at with me with a fish eye? I just, I, ca- I can't. Well, you look, I don't know I'm how you do you it. I'm through it. I'm telling you now. But right. I don't now, I know, know what the trick is. We're talking about practicality. You are driving some sort of SUV. There is no doubt in my mind that it's an SUV. Am I right? You are. And Get I reckon it's here. it's not a big SUV. It's like a smallish compact SUV. So I would say it's probably like a... It's I'd say it's a Hyundai SUV. What do you reckon? Olivia, am I close? Shut the front gate. <laughs> yes, you are. Hey! Yeah, he's done it, he's done it. <laughs> Olivia, you are parked on Churchill Road in a Hyundai SUV, a dark grey. I'd say it's probably... <laughs> You know what? I'll take a punt here. I don't reckon it's a Santa Fe. It's probably a Tucson. Oh, my God. He's done it again. He's done it again. Is it a Tucson? I, it is, absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. It's called magic. Oh, wow. I don't um, believe yeah. in magic. I'm there you go. I'll you up with Matt Tarrant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Olivia, he's done it again. We've got some Adelaide Cup tickets for you, you to go, go along to the Cup next Monday. Thank you so much <laughs> and uh, have a wonderful day. Fantastic. Thank you so much, guys. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda have the buns you need. Because your Easter won't be Easter without Beck and Soda's hot cross buns. Get your hands on Beck and Soda's buns. All right. This is all about raising some money for Kickstart for Kids, which is a brilliant charity which feeds hungry kids. 60,000 or so breakfasts a week delivered in South Australia by Ian Steele and his team. They need a refrigerated van. We need to get this for them, Beck. And what we're doing is we've created our buns and we're asking people to get their hands on your buns, Beck. Yes, get your hands all over our buns. It's for a good cause. Thanks to Balfour's, they are in uh, Romeo's Foodlands. There yep. are 26 stores across Adelaide for you to get your hands on <laughs> our buns. And we want to say thank you uh, to the people who are supporting this cause. If you get a photo with our buns or... Look, there are some cardboard cutouts, let's be honest, at my request, uh, in the stores with little bunny ears. <laughs> So if you get a photo either with the buns or with us and tag at SAFM Adelaide, you could win every week a $250 voucher to mm. buy your groceries at Romeo's while you're there. Why not? How easy is that? Yeah. When you're in your Romeo's food land, make sure you just grab the buns, yeah, nice. take a quick pick of the buns, send them in, and you could be just really filling that trolley for free. Um, there's one thing that is a massive concern we discovered just moments ago. Beck, I cannot believe. Well, I actually know it's a, <laughs> true. I actually can believe. You were spotted. In a Romeo's Foodland, 
just wandering through wearing an SAFM wind cheetah. What's going just on? Just lingering, just lingering around the cutouts, just waiting for someone to put two and two together. <clears throat> Is it true Very that busy. you were walking around with bunny ears on as well <laughs> to replicate <laughs> what are these giant stand-up cutouts? I love Easter. What can I say? I was just mm. in the spirit. I had a little, I had a little Bridget Jones uh, diary, like fluffy, fluffy tail as well. Oh if people see you in store, would you be happy to sign the buns? Oh no, sign no, the buns. No, Have you got a sharpie with you? No, uh, no I'm very shy. <laughs> okay. I'm very shy, so I'd rather them not because I'm just doing my own thing with my groceries, walking back and forth. Mm. Oh, up and back, up and down, back and forth until someone goes, down. is that Rebecca right. Morse? Uh, we, what we need to do is move as yes. many of these buns as possible because we want to raise this cash okay. for okay. Kickstart for Kids. I think we need around sixty to $70,000 for mm-hmm. this new van. So mm-hmm. yep. please help out. Everyone's got to buy their hot cross buns for Easter. So get on board. Um, and what we need is to move these. We're getting some bun ambassadors. And, well, Beck, I've got my hands on someone that we can uh, roll out tomorrow who's going to be our first big celebrity <gasps> bun ambassador. All right? We're going to meet Somebody I know. Uh, you'll know their name. Yeah, Don't okay. you worry about that. A celebrity tomorrow will mm. get their hands on your buns, guaranteed. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'll put a smile on your face, Rebecca <laughs> Morse. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Soda, you're relatively new to this team, and mm-hmm. I feel like I should uh, give you a kind of initiation. Um, we've got some boundaries in our team. Like, we love each other, and, and we're close, and we're friends. But sure. Yeah, I, I think you've overstepped a boundary with um, our producer, Nicole. Um, in what regard? You sent her a text yesterday, and you signed off with an emoji that I think is probably not professional. I just thought you should know yeah. that. So Hang on. just bring your, bring your phone up. I, no, I did, I'm looking here for, were, yeah, I was texting Nicole back and forth because we're trying to work out a time to do an interview. Yeah. And well, where is it? Just have a look. And t- just tell me if you think that's an yeah, appropriate thing to send yeah, a female colleague. Yeah, I've got it here. No, that's colleague. Got, oh, no. <laughs> oh, I see it. What is it? What is it? <laughs> oh, she no, showed us. What is it? Your, yeah. I've, I've, what do you mean? <laughs> Say it. I've actually. What is it? I thought I sent a thumbs up to the time she sent, but I've realised that on the emoji I've sent, it's the little face blowing a kiss. <laughs> blowing a blowing a red yeah. blowing a red heart. Oh, it's a heart. Yeah, it is. It's blowing she, a little. She wanted like, me to ask you about it because she. Was I mean that's but oh, you no. said you love her yeah. basically. No, you know what's does that mean? I love you. Well, because well, you it's, know it's... when you've got your text and you send your emojis, mm. I've got fat thumbs because um, when I've texted because to my son I always on his little phone I always mm. send the one where you're blowing that kiss or you're blowing the heart to them. Yeah. So I reckon I've gone to hit the <laughs> hit the thumb and my big thumb so big I've actually sent Nicole the um, I've blown a kiss so, to her. So last week you oh, no. called a female colleague who you don't know very well. Her name is Jo. You typed ho in yeah, an email. Only because my thumbs were so no, big, no. I hit an H instead of a J and said, thanks, yeah. ho. No. She yeah. was from and the advertiser. I know. And luckily you apologised and she accepted your apology. But now you're sending heart emojis to our young female producer. You basically said you loved her, yeah. mate. Oh, yeah. And I mean, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, this I happens, do, though, Beck. I kind of relate. I last year shared a story about me. I was shopping for pavers mm. and a woman gave me a compliment and I said, I love you. And then she looked at me strange. I said, oh. well, I don't love you. I've only just met you and I'm trying to backpedal. It, hap- it happens. You can accidentally say love you to someone 
that you what don't about, actually love. You know when you're talking about the I love you, mm. what about when you know when you're with a partner and you get to that point in the relationship and you go, Ooh, am I at the point where I can now say that I love you? Now, I can only say it because... I need it to be reciprocated. Mm. So do you get mm. to that point where you only decide to say I love you when you know it's going to come back? Mm. And then what There's nothing you, worse. You go, um, yeah. hi, 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 Beck, I really love you. And then you come back with. Thank you. <laughs> 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 All right. That's that ain't 1060. When did you accidentally say I love you? So we're it talking. Happens. It could be a colleague. It could be a complete stranger on the phone. Is that what you're yeah. after, Beck? You know, you're just, on the phone to. The, just to love you, and you're like, oh my god, I don't actually love you or know you that well at all. Thirteen ten sixty. When did you accidentally tell someone that you love them? Because Soda texted our our female producer yesterday, and mm. you well, you, you explain. You, well, I you sent her an emoji, done. which I thought was the thumbs up to. Yeah, that sounds like a great time to do an interview <laughs> that we've got. All gonna, I beg Bless your pardon, me. <laughs> right? Hey, um, and anytime I've sent this message back, mm. and I didn't realise. I thought I'd send her the thumbs up, and then you've just shown me. And I've looked at it and gone, "Oh my god!" I've actually sent her the little emoji where I'm blowing a heart kiss to her. Oh, that's cute. Sorry, what are you doing? Fit. I'm having a sneezing fit. I think I'm allergic to your cologne. <laughs> Certainly Have not you my cologne. changed it up? It's not mine. I'm always wearing Old Spice. It hasn't changed since 1984. Mm. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. So we asked on 131060, <laughs> when did you accidentally tell someone that you loved them? Shay from Golden Grove, what happened? Um, I work as a receptionist and I was taking a payment from someone mm. um, and I just felt really comfortable with them, um, it felt like I was kind of talking to my fiance. Not gonna lie, oh, yeah. and we finished up um, the conversation, and I was like, "Thank you so much, love you." <laughs> <laughs> did, did you get uh, a reply, Shay? No, he just went, "Okay, bye," and then I hung up. I was only two months in the role as well, so it was so embarrassing. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's so good. Okay, uh, Gabby in Flinders Park. Who did you say it to? Oh, I can't believe I'm even telling this story. I was emailing my uni lecturer um, in regards to a very important exam coming up and I just messaged my partner saying, um, I love you, darling, see you later. And then I finished off my email, sent my email to my lecturer, walked into class the next day and I had an email up on the screen of my email, and I signed it off with, I love you, darling, to my uni lecturer. <laughs> I was absolutely mortified, and I got paid out for the rest of my course for that, because everyone thought I was trying to get brownie points. And I said, I love you, darling, to my uni lecturer. Well, and the uni lecturer brought it up on the big screen to shame you. She, she did. She put it up on the screen for the whole <laughs> Class to see, and because she knew I had no idea about it, she didn't yeah. even like I had no idea. So I got paid out every single day for the rest of that course. Oh, <laughs> My Gabby. heart dropped. Well, I hope you got a high <laughs> distinction. <laughs> did love you, hey. love you, Gab, love you, darling. SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.